What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Saturday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralt, at Sports Talk. Matt, to follow me across all socials. This podcast being brought to you by our friends at OmahaSteaks.com. The special URL code is OmahaSteaks.com slash juice. When you go and use that, they are going to give you two packages of chicken wings and a package of meatballs for free on select packages don't drop the ball and make it a game day to remember this coming big weekend with a star-studded collection of Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, the world's best beef, naturally aged for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. Score big points on your game day party with convenient and delicious starters and more from Omaha Steaks, plus score chicken wings and meatballs for free with select packages using the code omahasteaks.com juice to get the free chicken wings and meatballs at omahasteaks.com slash juice. Okay, if you're watching on video, something's going on on my face. I apologize. I don't know what's going on. I touched, I was at a casino tonight. I touched something. I touched my face and my face is like exploding in like red, raw pain. I don't know what this is, but bear with me. I apologize if you're watching this. You're like, what is wrong with Matt's face? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to hopefully get this addressed for tomorrow and we just will go away or whatever is going on. But I don't know. I, I, I normally, I don't break out. I don't have like massive like problems with my skin normally, but so it's different situation here for sure. So I apologize if you're watching this, you're like, what's going on in your face? Sorry. Hopefully tomorrow <laughs> you'll be fixed. Kind of embarrassing, but you know, it is what it is. It's life. I'm 46. You know, we're doing video. We do TV on we go. So it was weird because I was on TV earlier tonight and my face was fine. And now I'm doing this video and it's not fine. So I don't know, something strange. I touched something, touched something, and it just didn't really sit well with my face for whatever reason. All right. Huge college basketball slate. I don't want this to be too long. So I'm going to run through the games. I got five games I'm going to tell you about. I got five plays. A lot of these games are going to be coin flips. Okay. A lot of these games are going to be tight. We could have an awesome day. We could have a miserable day. I'm not really sure. It's been sort of a nickel in, you know, paper cut losing type. We went three and three yesterday down 1.1 units after being down 0.1 units the day before. We got both player props right, but the so we won a half a unit there, but the parlay missed for a half a unit. So we lost there. Uh, we got the over right easily for Creighton and uh, and Butler. Butler won the game outright. They covered. So I got that right personally. But then we got the oh, Iowa one, but didn't cover. Well, my two, we laid five. And we missed on what was the other one that we missed on? We missed on one other one that I can't remember um, exactly what, what we missed on for last night. That was uh, oh the under two forty seven. Yeah, that was again. If I bet an under in the Pacer game, never again. That was the one time. Dip my toe in the water. I'll never. I was on Sports Grid. I hedged. I bet over two forty five and a half. So I got out of that bet. So I didn't lose any money on that play. But officially, I did. So we lost that. So three and three player props came in pretty much, you know, down 1.1 units. Um, so we were, let's see, we were up 1.1, down 1.5. Yeah, we're down, we're down like two, little over two units on the week. So hopefully we have a good day here on a Saturday and we can get it rolling here for the month of February. All right, let's start in no particular order. Auburn Ole Miss. Ole Miss is at home, home dog. They're catching three and a half 
points. This game does not factor into my loser road game, come back home dog trend. However, Ole Miss is a completely different basketball team at home than they are on the road. Earlier this year, Ole Miss went to Auburn and they lost 82 to 59. They got killed, absolutely killed. They were down, you know, by in a losing game 20 by 23 points. I mean, that's just awful. They lost to LSU on the road, Tennessee on the road, and Auburn on the road. However, when Ole Miss goes home, Ole Miss is a totally different basketball team. Ken Palm has this as a six-point win for Auburn. However, Auburn on the road against Ole Miss, sorry, against Mississippi State, lost by lost by six as three-point favorites, lost by four as three-and-a-half-point dogs. Two games on the road, both losses, Alabama and Mississippi State. Mississippi State went to Ole Miss in the last game. They were one-point dogs. Mississippi State lost the game by four. Three straight covers for Ole Miss, including two at home. They beat Arkansas by 26, Mississippi State by four. They beat A&M on the road by three. Now, the game against Auburn wasn't that long ago. It was on January 20th, all right? So about two and a half weeks ago. So they know that they can't get out here and just dilly-dally. They got to play really well. Auburn on the road is six and four ATS on the year. They are six and two in the SEC, the two losses, both on the road. Five and three, Ole Miss, ATS, but they've covered the last three games. Like I mentioned, seven of the last three games have been covered. The games they did not cover at Tennessee, at LSU, at Auburn. Every other game at home or neutral, they covered. They covered against Troy. They covered against Bryant. They covered against Florida. They covered against uh, against Vanderbilt. They covered against Arkansas. They covered against Mississippi State. Tale of two teams. Ole Miss, 18 and three. They are totally different at home than they are on the road. I'm taking the home dog here. It opened at four and a half. It's now three and a half. Taking Ole Miss plus three and a half at home against Auburn. I cannot trust Auburn going against what Ken Palm is saying, but as a six point win for Auburn. Auburn win by three. I'm taking the hook. Ole Miss plus three and a half at home for 1.1 units. Bet number two. Let's stay in the SEC. Tennessee is at Kentucky. This is a two-point win according to Ken Palm for the Vols. Kentucky lost their last game at home. And everyone just was like, wait, how in the heck did Kentucky lose to Florida? Including us, me. I bet Kentucky. They lost 94-91. They've now lost two of the last three games. They lost at South Carolina at home against Florida. Vanderbilt is coming in here ticked off. They got beat at home as 15 point favorites over South Carolina. They are furious. Rick Barnes's team is heading in there furious, angry, one point favorites. It's Tennessee minus one. There are two big home dogs I'm going against here today. And they both begin with K, KU and UK. This may blow up my face. All right. Point blank. I like Tennessee. I've liked Tennessee all year. I like their point guard play a lot. Tennessee can play with Kentucky. They can play up tempo with Kentucky if they want. They're 102nd in pace. I think they probably will slow it down a little bit, but defensively, Tennessee is number two in efficiency, number four in effective field goal percentage. 27th and three point percentage, fifth and two point percentage that travels. 
defense travels. Kentucky at home is, look, very good. Offensively, 10th, 12th in effective field goal percentage, 6th in three-point percentage. You can say, Matt, you're betting they're going to lose back-to-back home games? Yes. They're 24th in Kempom. Offensively, Tennessee, this is the problem. They have got to get Dalton Connect, I say his name. Neck, I got the Dalton number three. Dalton, the kid who scores all the points, six foot six. It's all him. Ziegler's got to be better today, okay? And I think he can be. Ziegler's got to be a good point guard, control tempo. He can get it done. I like Tennessee to win this game. I'm gonna lay the one here with with Tennessee up against Kentucky. I know that can be a little bit scary. I, I fully understand people are like, wow. Kentucky is six and six ATS and Tennessee is two and seven on the road ATS this year. Matt, you're backing a team with a two and seven ATS record going to Rupp Arena. You got a W. Yes. Why? Two of the last three games have been losses by Kentucky. The loss to Vanderbilt, sorry, lost to South Carolina, snapped a four game winning streak for Tennessee. Tennessee on the road has had their struggles. They lost to Mississippi State. I'll give you that. They have lost. They beat Vanderbilt. They lost at home to South Carolina, though, which is so crazy to go. I like a team. This is a buy-low spot here on Tennessee. It's a big game and a big spot, and I just think Kentucky isn't the same type of team. They lost by three to Florida at home. They only beat Georgia by nine. They beat Missouri, but... I just think losing to Florida two times showed me a little bit here. Tennessee beat Florida by 19 by 19 short number road favorite. I'm taking Tennessee minus one for 1.1 units. Bet number three, speaking of K's Kansas at home. This is a five point win. According to Kempom 69 to 64. The number is one. Houston minus one. Again, short favorite. Houston, number one team in the country, just like Tennessee, defense travels. First in efficiency, first in effective field goal percentage, third in turnover margin, eight, eighth in three-point defense, first in two-point defense. Offensively, yes, there can be big, big lulls for Houston, and it can be very scary for that, but... Kansas is not going to be healthy. Kevin McCullough Jr., bone bruise, is going to try to play, may not play. Hunter Dickinson's got a knee. He's not going to be 100%. He has to be incredibly effective because he's the only guy of size. He's 7'2", okay? But Houston's got guys who are just 6'8 and 6'7 who are super long. They don't have size vertical, but they have wingspans. They have long arms. They're extremely physical. Offensively, yes, Houston can be, you know, effective field goal percentage, 201st. Why? They throw the ball off the backboard and they go get it. That's how you can win Fog Allen. I know it is extremely rare to ever see Kansas be a dog. And that's where the number is coming in. It's driven this thing down from two and a half down to one. All right. But this game down to one, just to win the game, I like it. I do. I think Houston goes in to Fog Allen 
and gets a W. They're only three and six on the road ATS. I'll give you that. They're four and four in the Big 12, but so is Kansas. They're four and four in the Big 12. Kansas beat Oklahoma State in their last game by 29, but they only beat Cincinnati by five. They beat Oklahoma by 12, which was good, but they only beat TCU by two. And they were nine point favorites at home on the road. BYU, huge win, huge win for Houston on the road to Texas laying four and a half. They only won one by four, but they won. They've won at Texas and they've won at BYU. They lost at TCU and they lost at Iowa state. That's why they went to that little swoon there. But I mean, they've won at Xavier. They've shown me they can win in the big 12 on the road. And they've shown me they can win in really hostile environments. Texas is a hard place to go and play for Houston rivalry game and all that. And they went in there and they won the game by four BYU is a hard place to play. It's Provo. It's a far travel. It's not typical. One of the first games ever for Houston at BYU and it's a conference game. They won and they covered. We were on BYU there. Houston won and covered. I, I just think Houston's a better team. I'm going to bank on Ken Palm's numbers here and say it's a five-point win and just lay the one point and take the four points of value here and take Houston. Cougars minus one at Kansas for 1.1 units. And bet number four, North Carolina. I don't need to break this down. This is just simple. Carolina minus four. We're betting it. All right. Carolina eight and two over their last 10 games. ATS. They're five and four at home. They're seven and three ATS in the ACC. Duke is just three, five and one ATS four, three and one on the road this year. Duke has won three games in a row, but they've covered once in the last five games. That was the last game against Vatek laying three and a half. They won by 10. They didn't cover against Clemson, didn't cover against Louisville, didn't cover against Pitt, and didn't cover against Georgia Tech. Four straight games there, didn't cover against Notre Dame. On the road against Notre Dame, laying 14 and a half, one by eight. They covered against Pittsburgh, didn't cover against Louisville, did cover against Virginia Tech. So the two and two over the last four on the road, but... North Carolina at home, Wake Forest laid eight, one by 21. Louisville didn't cover, but they won, laying 21, one by 16. Syracuse laying 12, one by 36. Uh, Oklahoma on a quasi-neutral was in Charlotte. They laid three, they won by 12. I, to me, I think this game is going to be so fun to watch. I cannot wait to watch this battle. Kempom has this as a six-point win for North Carolina. Again, short number. It's four. So we're getting two points of value there with Kempom. RJ Davis has to be the best player on the floor. That's how North Carolina wins this game. Kyle Filipowski up against Baycott. Amando Baycott is going to be awesome. This is a heavyweight matchup down low. But I think the bench and I think guys like Cormac Ryan coming in and being able to stretch the defense huge, important. Neither team really plays a bench all that much. They really heavily rely on their starters. And look, Duke is good offensively, ninth in efficiency, 26th in effective field goal percentage, 14th in three-point percentage. But UNC's defense is better in a lot of these categories. They're fourth in efficiency, 13th in effective field goal percentage, 22nd in three-point percentage. So pretty much even there. The difference, I think, is the offense for UNC. Duke's defense is good, 30th in efficiency, but 19th for offense for North Carolina. Effective field goal percentage, 145th to 136. Pretty much a watch there, but 107th three-point defense to 182nd for North Carolina. Got to hit their threes, got to rebound, but 
I, I just think they have a chance here to get to the foul line, hit their free throws where they're converting 22% of their points from the free throw line. That's 44th in college basketball, get to the line, hit your free throws, cover this game. Dean dome will be rocking for Duke and North Carolina. We're laying the four North Carolina minus four for 1.1 units. And finally, I've gone back and forth on this. Initially, this number was four and a half. And I like St. John's MSG, New York, UConn coming to town. There's going to be a ton of Connecticut fans in this building. St. John's at home this year is six and four. Connecticut is six and three. But this number is three now. It's come all the way down. It's come all the way down to a place where I think I can take it now. And I can jump on UConn minus three. Because UConn has been rolling, okay? They're on like a weird cover, no cover streak. Didn't cover against Georgetown, covered against Creighton. Didn't cover against Nova, covered against Xavier. Didn't cover against Providence. Here they are with St. John's. St. John's has lost four of five. They've covered one time in their last four games. Two times in the last five. But they lost to Creighton. They covered, but they lost. They've lost to Creighton. They lost to Seton Hall, lost to Marquette. They lost to Xavier. They beat Villanova, laying three and a half at home by 20. I I just can't swing my mind around the idea that the number one team in the country, number three, according to Ken Palm, is only a three-point favorite. Ken Palm has it as a four-point win for UConn over St. John's. I just think Connecticut's offense is going to be the difference. I mean, they're third in efficiency, seventh in field goal percentage, 85th in three-point percentage, fifth in two-point percentage. Size, obviously, right? They're long. They're big. Donovan Clayton's a problem, a seven-foot-two monster in the interior. St. John's is good, and Jordan Dingle has been great. Jenkins has been really nice for them this year. They're fifth, they're 44th in efficiency, but they're 214th in effective field goal percentage. They're 222nd in three-point percentage, 196th in two-point percentage, up against a UConn defense that's really good. 21st in efficiency, you know, 10th in field goal percentage, 7th in two-point percentage, 124th in three-point percentage. I, I just think at the end of the day, if this game was maybe on campus for St. John's, maybe I might buy it. But at MSG, UConn plays there all the time and they play home games at St. At MSG. I, I think they're going to be fine. I'm laying the three UConn minus three for 1.1 units. All right. Five plays, a bigger card than normal. Four favorites in one dog, very much against what I normally do. But this is just where I am with these plays. It may blow up in my face. I may go one in four and have a horrible Saturday. It's possible because we've got coin flip games all over the place. Four of these games are one possession games or, or two, you know, three, three of the games are one possession games. Two of the games are two possession games. So it's not like we're dealing with big spreads here. This is going to be sweat city. All these games, we're going to be sweating, pacing. Like, I doubt we're going to have any easy walk to the window or a game that gets a complete blowout and we're dead wrong. All these games are going to come down to one or two possessions, but I'm banking on the better teams. Houston, UConn, North Carolina, and Tennessee. That could be your final four. Like, seriously, that could be your final four. And, I mean, North Carolina's a one seed. Houston's a one seed. UConn's a one seed. We're in February. This is when we see the best teams win. So I'm going to bank on it. Yes, winning on the road in conference play is incredibly difficult, 100%. 
short numbers, I'm going to take the better team on short numbers, even with Fog Allen, even with Rupp. We'll see what ends up happening, but I'm going to bank on the favor. I'm going to bank on the better teams on a short number. All right. Ole Miss plus three and a half. North Carolina minus four. Tennessee minus one. Houston minus one. UConn minus three. Five bets all for a Saturday. Let's see how we do on a big college football basketball day. Minus Matt, college basketball day. Say football, college basketball. I wish it was football, college basketball day. <laughs> My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me across all socials at Sports Talk Matt every single morning. The Daily Juice podcast always being brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com. <laughs> <laughs>